Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride Pride the the Podcast. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. What's up, Pride family? Hi. <laughs> we are here at DNR Studios. Shout out to Rehab Entertainment. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Pride the Podcast. I am Corey Seymour. <laughs> I'm Ashley Mitchell. I'm Darrell Anthony. And I'm Adam Andrew Rios back on the soundboard. <laughs> <Yay! laughs> yeah. Is on location right now. He is. He is. Tejas. So <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's been. Um, it's been a long time. I can't wait until you, we're all completely back. But it's. It's good. Yeah. It feels good today. Yeah. How's uh, everybody been doing? You know, depend. Uh, considering the last like couple weeks, mm-hmm. I'm doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, <clears throat> recently, um, I, I suffered a loss as well. Yeah. Uh, my mentor yeah. and. Like second mother figure passed away um, this week, so it's been kind of a wild ride. I feel like since um, Adam's sister Sarah, and now Grace, and you know even um, our friend Darren's friend Luigi, mm-hmm. like I've been stuck in it's this a lot. spot of grief for yeah. so it feels like for so mm-hmm. long. Um, and I mean, obviously we know September 11th yeah. um, is here, and it's just like it's really really difficult to. Like comprehend and kind of deal with. So. It's a heavy time. It's, it's a, a it's somber, heavy time. It's very heavy. Yeah. You know? it's, a, it's, a, it's been a it's been a wild month. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's been a wild month. <laughs> Say that and mm-hmm. you know, I just have to be thankful that I'm here, that God woke me up, and that yeah. I have you guys yeah. and other loved ones, my family, mm-hmm. and you know, it just makes you want to hold on to them closer and like love them harder because yeah. it's like. Tomorrow is not promised. It isn't. Tomorrow is not promised. And it I isn't. think that, you know, definitely something we want to talk to all our listeners out there today is about grief and loss mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and really focusing on where do you put those emotions. And <clears throat> something Ashley has talked to me about this week in terms of don't try to put your emotions in a place. Yeah. Don't try to tell them what to do, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. Um, I think it's difficult because for me, I am a person who likes to try to plan out every asset mm-hmm. like of my life. I'm like, let me, I'm on <laughs> this here and this here and this here. Yeah. And and when it comes to grief, I think that what I've learned is I just kind of have to let it be. Mm-hmm. You know, I found myself doing dishes mm-hmm. and bursting into tears. Mm-hmm. I even, you know, TMI, I found myself using the restroom and bursting into tears. Um, and not because anything was burning. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but specifically... <laughs> this, specific, time. this time. No, uh, specifically because it's just like, you don't know when it's going to come. And I keep saying, stay away, stay away. And, um, you know, I think we just kind of have to rock out with it. Yeah. Everybody deals with it differently, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've, all, I've learned over my life that Sometimes the best thing to do for other people who are going through it is just to be there. You know, you don't have to say anything. Yeah. Just let them cry. Let them let them get it out because it's important. It's important. I feel like to feel the emotion that's happening, mm-hmm. and then to you know, if you can learn the tools to get out of it, that's 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 the key, and yeah. not to stay in it because it's gonna be there. Like when it comes to death, like it's it's you you never really get rid of it. You kind of just learn how to. It's inevitable. It is, yeah. You know, it, you know, it is, and you just got to experience it. And everybody is like going to die it's eventually, and happen. so it's like it's a part of life. Mm-hmm. And but it doesn't get easier knowing at, that, no, right. that, that you have to go through it. Yes. You know, yes. everybody deals with death differently. And I think you know what I was talking to Darrell about, and a few others that were that were also impacted by Grace is like you don't have to put like a stipulation on how you're supposed to yes, grieve. Absolutely. Like you can't be like, oh, I'm crying too much or mm-hmm. I'm not crying yeah. enough. It's just like your reaction is your reaction yeah. and it's valid. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily <laughs> uh, measure your love for mm-hmm. somebody. If yeah. you only cry once, yeah. that doesn't mean That's you didn't it. love them that much. And you can do right. damage. You know, yeah. You can do damage to someone trying to, you know, yeah. Make them grieve the way that you think that they should grieve. Which yeah, is crazy, it's you know? like no, I'm grieving the way I want to uh-huh. grieve. 
Like, some people want to distract themselves. Some some people just want to sit there and cry for hours on end. Like, it's okay, whatever it is, because there's no right way. Like, Mm -hmm. it just sucks, and it hurts. Say that. I mean, my my nanny used to always say, like, when something happens to me, don't get in the casket with me because mm-hmm. it ain't your turn. Let me right. have the spotlight. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, but, <laughs> but it doesn't get any easier when you see someone that you loved in the casket. Like, yeah. we, like and you're like, this is it. Like, yeah. this is their mm-hmm. final resting place. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, like Ashley was saying, just because you deal with your emotions and it's supposed to be okay and you're supposed to continue living your life, that does not mean that it is okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you, when you see someone in the casket, you're like, this is it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, I, so, so many times I've wanted to text Grace over the past few days. When I first found out what happened, the first person I wanted to text was her, but it was about her. Mm-hmm. And it was very weird to feel that. Adam, did you have any, like, same feelings, like, with Sarah, like, to want to text her? Oh, yeah. Something? It happened on that Saturday. Um, we all had gotten together for Mom's birthday and... I looked around and I was like, I almost out loud was just like, did anyone tell Sarah? (laughs) So it was like, ooh, no, never mind. Because normally it would be like, oh, where is Sarah? Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, she's either at work or it's like, I don't know, she ain't answering. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see her later or whatever. It happens. I know when my aunt died, I, I, I just recently like stopped texting her. Like I would text her on her birthday and completely forget. That you know she was gone, and it's it's crazy. It is the crazy wow. thing. It yeah, is. I keep finding myself wanting to like send memes yeah. or like stupid little videos. And or you something should, or whatever. Yeah, like honestly, okay. you should. Yeah. Like I do, <laughs> I have. It's okay if you do. Yeah. I think that I think the society tries to tell you how to deal with emotions, especially, I mean, well, there's two sets of it, right? Because I know that as a man, even mm-hmm. though I'm a gay man, mm-hmm. I've also I've been told how to deal with my feelings and emotions all of my life, or I've been told how men are supposed to really carry themselves. So I don't care about that anymore. And for mm-hmm. me, the most important thing is really, really coming in and saying, like, if this is how I feel in the moment, and this is how I'm going to do. Same, same with another prophet I've learned as, like, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. And I think that life is so short. We are now just trying to figure out how to live our honestly best life and what I can know from Grace and what I know from Sarah and even Luigi and, and, and all of our aunts and uncles and, and, and grandparents that have passed away. They lived. They lived. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that we can continue to do to honor them is to live mm-hmm. as well. And I don't think that this group is in a shortage of living. No, absolutely <laughs> we, not. We stay living. <laughs> We stay living. We live too much sometimes. Right. <laughs> like, no, turn down. And, and, now, and now all of those people are watching us and they're just shaking their head. Like, look at the graces. Like, look at Darrell Don that doing, doing exactly what he do all the time. Um, but coming off of that, um, you know, President, you know, in order to keep people living, mm-hmm. President yeah. Biden has recently talked about a federal mandate that he has coming up. Um, how do you guys feel about that? And I, I know everyone might have different thoughts about being vaccinated to work, um, and also people having to be vaccinated to go in bars and restaurants and also having a test. So um, kind of going around the table to everybody, how do you guys feel about the federal government stepping in? Is that the same as the my body, my choice, which is currently in Texas? You know, we're suing them and fighting back against that. A lot of people are kenning these to be the same. Like, what is the difference between a vaccine, my body, my choice, and mandate, and a telling a woman when she can or can't have an abortion. Ashley, mm-hmm. since you're a woman, I'm going to ask you first. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. we can't reproduce. <laughs> Last time I checked. I don't know. Um, I mean, I feel like that with the vaccine, it should be categorized. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it should be categorized in the same thing that like you have to get vaccinated when you go, when you start school. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you are a p- part of a certain religion, you can kind of exempt those uh, vaccinations in some cases. And so, but at the same time, it's like, this is a pandemic. It's hitting differently. So it's just like, uh, I think everything needs to be in place to enforce you, but obviously you can't physically, like, put something in somebody's arm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at the end of the day, it's still my body, my choice, but it's just like, this is what, 
society is dealing with. This is what uh, life has dealt us, and mm-hmm. so we have to deal with it accordingly. Yeah. Just like everybody has to pay taxes. I mean, no one can physically make you pay taxes, but there are consequences mm-hmm. if, if you, you don't. don't. I agree. So it's just like nobody has to physically take the vaccine, but like there should be consequences if you don't. Okay. Like I agree you know. With that. Now with abortion, that's a, that is literally like completely like my body, my choice. Yeah. Like there is it's nothing that any different. man or woman, other woman, can say what I should do with my body. I completely agree, and that's why I wanted to ask you first because mm-hmm. like that's such a powerful statement, guys, from a woman telling you it's like I feel that they're two different things, and that's why I wanted you to answer first mm-hmm. because like your you making the a woman making a decision to have an abortion for the safety of her life mm-hmm. or the babies mm-hmm. or if it's through rape or you know mm-hmm. whatever's going on is completely different than someone choosing not to get a vaccine because they're affecting everybody else with their illness like yeah. i don't yeah. i don't i can't see and maybe i'm wrong i can't see how a woman having an abortion for whatever reasons that she chooses affects an entire population as opposed to a global pandemic. It literally affects no one. It, 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 it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't. See, that's why I was going to say next, <laughs> the reason why I'm like, I'm all for this new mandate, and this is what Biden said. So tonight I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that, to, that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. I'm all for that because mm-hmm. abortions, they don't, I can't catch an abortion. Exactly. I can't be affected right. by an abortion. And baby, that's not, that's not mine. already vaccinated. That's we what, all yeah. have been vaccinated yeah. for chicken I mean, pox, right. the flu. Like right. it, the list goes on Most and people, on. There are a few people out there that maybe have list, lived like a holistic life yeah, their too. whole life. Yeah, that too. And at least that makes a little more sense why they wouldn't yeah. get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But like, most of the population is already vaccinated. Like hard. <laughs> well, I think one of the things, so I have had conversations with people, you know, about that and saying like, okay, well, you were vaccinated when you went to school. Like, what was the situation? And a lot of them are like, well, those were vaccines that were 100% ready. And it's like, first of all, you were five, so you don't know that. And second of all, now Pfizer is 100%. Like, they, they were like, it's, you know, about uh, FDA. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, so what is the issue yeah. like the cdc like everyone's came out speaking out speaking out with it so what is the issue mm-hmm. so if they're good and we were seeing all these results um i just saw that um san francisco i believe it is school district they have had not one mm-hmm. one wow. case because everyone ages 12 to 17 within that district have been vaccinated and they have had not one case and school started back unlike places in texas mm-hmm. or other places where florida i florida, think i've had like several girl, i don't know why florida went back die <laughs> In the yeah, like, it's so sad, yeah. and they have no protection. The proof is in the pudding. No, because I think I saw today <laughs> that a judge was like, Governor DeSantis has rights to, mm-hmm. you know, say like you can't enforce mandates, this, that, and the other. That's crazy. We're gonna withhold payment from teachers if yeah. you oh do my all God, that. That's I'm just like, I cannot. I can't anymore. Like, Mm-mm. I think that there's a, you know, Brain talked about it um, on a few episodes ago. There's still a depression that's happening around mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, do y'all feel that like? Do you feel like you're still in a depressive state? Do you feel like maybe? You're seeing the other side of it. Do you think there's a light at the end of the tunnel? Do, how, how do you? No, feel I'm about still it? in it. I'm I am very too. still in it. It's in terms of just like work is what not is, what unemployment it is. just ended. Unemployment so, yeah. just you know, ended. I'm, I'm kind of like okay, well, it's just yeah, and it's effed up. It's like yo, the pandemic is not over. Why would you end unemployment? <coughs> the only Why thing would that's you been think people like people survive. are still getting sick? People are still mm-hmm. dying. People are still getting laid off. Mm-hmm. People. Jobs have still never opened up no. yet again. Companies so are like, died, like they're ending. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, why are we ending this? Yeah. So I was seeing on Twitter. It's interesting that you bring that up, Ashley. So I was actually seeing on Twitter how the reason that they feel that the world, the, the pandemic, is gone because there's been so many events happening. You know, obviously Electric Zoo was last mm-hmm. weekend. Governor's Ball is coming up in two weeks. You know, people, the the travel industry is flourishing right now. So many people are traveling. They just opened the borders to Canada um, and the U.S. now for international travel. Like, things are opening up. So I think what has happened is, based off of all the openings and everything that's going on, people are assuming, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, 
if all this is open and the world is completely open and people are working again, y'all don't really need, you know, the because you have places like Florida and you have places like um, Everybody Texas. can't go to Florida? Everybody can't Everybody go don't want to Florida. go to Florida. Everybody, okay. Okay. Everybody <laughs> don't want to go to Florida. But you have places Florida. like that who they're like, it's easy to work and you have... Um, you know, you do have a lot of restaurants and places in New York. They're like, we're hiring again. Yeah. We're doing it. But I think what's very interesting for me is that the pandemic seemed to have been a reflective time for everybody mm -hmm. because there are people who are like, I don't want to go back into a restaurant. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go back to the service yeah. industry. This time mm -hmm. off in the mm -hmm. pandemic has given me the opportunity. I don't want to have to pay to trend, like go I, drive and take the train to work I, I, every people day. People don't want to do that. So, <laughs> so does that make people selfish that they want to change their career or does it make them you know especially when the fact that it's like oh if you ain't got money does mm -hmm. that make you selfish no. or does that make you be like okay so how long do we write this out I know right. as an actor we're all performers mm -hmm. and stuff we've all had those thoughts it's like how long are we gonna sit here you know doing the thing what like uh, working mm -hmm. you know so I, I think that that's an important question to ask as well so Adam I heard you say first you don't think it's selfish at no, all no I mean if it, it took a pandemic for people to realize I mean I'm sure that they realized this before but yeah. it was like I have to do this because mm -hmm. I have to put money on the table mm -hmm. I have to eat so it was like you know but since the pandemic hit everything shut down it was like okay yeah this is the time to reflect and yeah I don't want to have to go back to a restaurant. And it's the same with me. Yeah. Like yeah. work is slow. Work is not, you know, where it used mm -hmm. to be. So it is like, do I need to go back to this? No, I don't no. want to. No. And that shouldn't make me selfish because I don't want to do that. And mm -hmm. it also shouldn't be because I hear that even in the restaurant industry, the tips aren't what they were. Absolutely People ain't got not. money, Nobody's but they still want to go out. out. Yeah. So right. it's just like right. you showing up on a $100 bill and you're tipping $20. Mm -hmm. So. And and mm -hmm. people ain't vaccinated, so they can't go out. That's so therefore, there's that's that's more money. Just this is why. See, this is, <laughs> it's I mean, all a circle. You're not wrong. <laughs> but what you had mentioned <laughs> earlier about like you know these things, <laughs> <laughs> these things are opening up and these are happening like Izu Governor's Ball. So I US just Open recently too, went yeah. to the okay. U.S. Open mm -hmm. for the first time ever in my life, which was amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Sharav. Shout out to Sharav. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, we got to go witch watch the women's, um, quarterfinals and I got to watch Emma, no, ooh, that ain't her name, <laughs> Layla Fernandez. She's just this little hotshot 18 year old, now 19 from Canada, who is just taking the U.S. Open by storm. Um, she's taken down, like, they're calling her the giant slayer because, or giant killer because wow. she's taken down, like, top five, top ten players and, um... So, yeah, I got to watch her on Tuesday. Uh -huh. Amazing. She took it to three sets, uh, tiebreaker, final set, like, amazing. Then there's this other 18-year-old named Emma, for, forgive me, Emma Raducanu. Okay. She's okay. from Great Britain. Okay. And she just made it to the finals as well. So it's going to be her and Layla in the finals on Saturday. It's going to be amazing. These children just these come little, in. These they children. They just come in. Yeah. Children. Like they are just coming children. up. Children. And which I love to see because I was yeah. getting real tired of like the Absolutely same old, same, same people, people <laughs> winning over and over again. But anyway, so yes, when we walked in, they were like, have your Excelsior pass, have mm -hmm. your cards open, get, let's go keep and get moving. in the car and go home. Right. <laughs> exactly. Go to the house. Exactly. The house. And so we got into the stadium and we got to our seats or whatever and we took our masks off and everybody else had their masks off and it was like, okay. And it then we put them on. Right. But, mm -hmm. and luckily where we were, like, there were still like open seats around us. So yeah. we felt comfortable That's just good. like just chilling or whatever. But yeah that's exciting it did was so see, exciting did you see anyone um get kicked out that tried to show up oh, with their no at least not well because luckily like the lines were it was just quick moving. it was yeah. quick it was, i noticed we that lines out. have been yeah. quicker mm -hmm. since COVID. so i went to electric zoo last weekend um and I had got the tickets, and you know, right before I kind of started stressing, I was like, mm -hmm. "All right, what am I about to get myself into?" Because I've never <laughs> been to. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's like EDM music, electronic dance music. It's it's great. It's cool. It's um, I love Tiesto, Steve Aoki. Maybe you know some of those names. So I was like, kind of like, "What is this going to be?" Like, this is crazy because people fly in all over the world for this. Mm -hmm. There's this, and then EDC in Las Vegas, which are the big ones. Um, so it was vaccinated people only could show up. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I was very shocked because I was just like, how is this going to go? I did see people being asked to leave, people showing up with fake vaccine cards, people showing up obviously with drugs and shit. But (laughs) I saw some crazy things and I was, I felt safe after day one when I knew that they were very serious about the vaccine because I know that I've also been other places that have stated, oh, this is how, you Mm -hmm. know, um, you know, that we were accepting vaccine cards and then they don't even ask for them. Mm-hmm. And I remember we went to a restaurant by our house, Hilltop, and when they asked to see it, I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for looking at it. <laughs> but I also went to another bar by our house um, and they won't, they didn't check it. Wow. They didn't look at it. So I, I do think it's by business and, um, yeah. you know, I, I just really hope everyone's you know, continues to be safe and do what they need to do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. I would, yeah, what you were saying, like, our lines were, there was Zoom and buy. Mm-hmm. Like, there yeah. was a line for bags, obviously, so I had to go through that line. you had your purse. Right. You gotta, always got to have a purse. Right, yeah. I had to have my water bottle, mm-hmm. and then, you know, my little sunscreen, my sunglasses. Be prepared, be prepared. A handkerchief. You know, a handkerchief. <laughs> like, I needed my essentials. A napkin right. if you yeah. need to blow your nose, yeah. <laughs> right, so I had all of that with me, but, yeah, it was in, we were, it was Zooming. There okay. was no, like... We've been in this line for like 20 minutes. Like, no. It was in, and once you got in, it was like Six Flags. It was like stadiums here, food uh, vendors over here. No, I had forgotten it. Of course, <laughs> we need we need new fans. I, fans I know I need new ones. If any yeah. fa- if any fan out there want to buy us a new fan, hey. uh, please send it <laughs> to us. For fan, fan for fan. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. All right, guys. So listen, we're gonna come Let's back and we're gonna break. talk more hot topics and everything that's going on in the world. We hope you stick with us, and we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. We are so excited to let you know that Pride the Podcast now has merch. Showcase your pride 365 days a year with pride shirts, pride totes, pride stickers, and so much more that's coming to dnrstudios.com. So show your pride 365. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining us again. You always. Sing it, Ashley. <laughs> That's my That's, song. That is Gerald Ash's song. Like we we get so excited, we get so happy, we yeah. cry. It's such okay, a so uh, a confession time. So mm-hmm. I, I think y'all are gonna be like, Ugh. so I was recently creating a little like playlist for Sharab and I. <laughs> 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 we need a puking. Uh, um, I need something. <laughs> God. How does this end? How does this connect to ass? Uh, no. So I, I've been have I've been listening to a lot of Stevie lately because <laughs> uh-huh. I was goat. Like, yeah, yeah, and the, the, a lot of the playlist is Stevie. Um, and I was just like, wow, I've I've never really like sat and like mm-hmm. listened oh, to baby. so that's yeah. where I could be mad at you because of that. Right. Yes, <laughs> you might be just taking on a whole journey. Stevie Wonder is, he is crazy. A like he's insane. He he's so good, and so many <laughs> so people talented. have used Stevie Wonder for. I mean, they've used it for weddings, they've used mm-hmm. it for funerals, they use it for graduations. Mm-hmm. Like his music is so it's universal. Timeless. He's mentored it's a timeless. lot of people who are really famous so right now. Too. You know the, mm-hmm. the like the big. Uh, Stevie Wonder song I know uh. is with 98 Degrees from the uh, Mulan soundtrack. Oh, oh my God. You got to be true to your heart. <laughs> Yo, I, I honestly thought you were going to say that. I thought you were going to oh, say Superstitious. Yeah. From, because the Haunted Mansion. The haunted when they, Raven. Uh-huh. And Raven Simone remade that. Raven she Simone. Did. Did. Ra- Raven Simone, yeah. Who is now our special yet. guest, everyone. Raven Simone. Right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. I, I wish. I would pass Did y'all out. see this week so a lot of them are coming back to the view. We talked about it before, but Raven is one of the people who yeah. Star Jones was on this morning. Star Jones oh, sure was. Wow, uh, they reached all. She said, I'm a lawyer. They went to the end of the end. Well, they 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 they're going back, and so every Friday they're gonna have an original cast member, uh, which was her I think and that's pretty cool and Joy and Barbara Wawa and, and uh, Lisa I Lee. I had Lee. this idea for a show. I had this idea for a show <laughs> where women can sit around and talk about, and they did. They sit around, they talk, baby. Now they fight. Okay. But I have to say, watching The View in their 25th season, 
Uh, I hope we get the 25 seasons. But watching The View in their 25th season gives me so, like, they're so happy. And I don't know if it happened to do with a certain ingredient of nutmeg missing, but they are nutmeg. so nutmeg. That's what I mean. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> my little nutmeg. My little nutmeg. But they're so oh. happy. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, but I was like, how my is father. Nutmeg. My father. Meg. Megan McCain. Nutmeg. I was like, nutmeg. Yeah, I was like, was that a nickname? That well, yeah. Her? People on Twitter say she's nuts, and they say nutmeg. <laughs> and it's great. I love it. I mean, a lot of people signed up for the Twitter oh, group. I'm part so of it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the view is, is back. I watched it, or I watched, like, the last 30 minutes of it this morning while I was mm. cooking. <clears throat> was it good? It, it, I mean, I don't like what's her name. The, the, the Republican. Adam hates. Okay, we <laughs> need to unpack this. Adam really, I wish Brayden was here because Adam yeah. really dislikes Anna Navarro. <laughs> and Anna Navarro is a Latina woman uh, who's Republican representative, but she's more, more Democrat mm. on it. I mean, I, sure, more moderate because she hated you know who. She hated like the Orange Cheeto. She did not like him. <laughs> the Orange she, Monster. The Orange Monster. She hated him. So, like, she's always talking positively about uh, President Biden and President Obama and, you know, everyone else. She said, like, everyone else is good. She said, like, this fool's not. And so she's gotten a lot of flack for being a Republican woman. That was one of her big fights with Nutmeg. And she mm-hmm. said, like, Nutmeg was like, why are you still a Republican? And she said, because I'm an Im- Don't you ever question me, little girl. She said, like, you know what? She went to answer her and then forgot that she was answering. And she was like, wait a minute. I'm not answering And then they didn't speak after that ever. They, wow. That was their last time speaking. So that's cool. I know they're all I, happy. It has nothing to do with, like, her policies or her, like, views or her backgrounds or anything like that. I just don't just think her. she's good for... TV. You don't like yeah. a face. Not well, really. Well, I think it's I think it's because everyone has their role on the view mm. and Joy is the comedian. Mm. Whoopi also has had experience at Whoopi, first of all, is a great comedian, but on the show, yep. Joy is the comedian. Yeah. And Anna, I think, tries to rivals that and she's not funny yeah. or some of her jokes don't land. So be and it becomes herself. annoying. Yes. It's kinda like like I Joy think that Joy, is it. Joy will say something funny and Anna's like, Yeah, like that one time uh, my pants wouldn't fit and my button busted <laughs> off and everybody's like Cricket. And we'll, Cricket. we'll be right back. And, and then we'll be right back. So, I mean, but you know what? I wish I had pants for the, <laughs> No, not. I wish I had pants for the Met Gala. Did y'all see the picture of Rihanna today? Like, it was. It looked like she was like a blunt. Like, what? And I don't know if it was real or not. What? And they were like, this is camp. And I was just like, wow. And it was, it was, know. it was a blunt with a, good, though, it was a blunt she... with a briefcase. And right. I said, Adam, tell us what you're doing that. tomorrow so, and this weekend. This weekend. I'm allegedly working the red carpet for the Met Gala. Woo! Yeah. What? um, Get his legs. uh, My old coordinator that I used to work for at Stars was like, hey, girl, can you work this gig? And I was like, originally I was like, I couldn't. Uh, But then things opened up and and he still had availability. So I was like, oh, my God, please book me. Um, so yeah, um, I don't really know what, be doing? what I'll be doing. Mm-hmm. I know I'll just be on the red carpet. I guess That's there's some crazy. sort of driving involved, maybe because yeah. he was like the other PA couldn't drive, so I could be driving like Cardi B Somebody. from yeah. the Bronx oh to the Macala. I don't know. So I, I I don't even know what the theme or you was. Could be so coordinating on the red carpet, or... something. I don't. I have zero idea. But the theme this year is in America, a lexicon of fashion. Okay. Wow. I mean, what I does just, that mean, though? I don't know. And you so said Rihanna did what? The seventy fifth anniversary of the Costume Institute and celebrating. Oh yes, there it is. Wow. That's exciting. In modern I'll, American fashion, yeah. And what's even more exciting is the host, um, which were previously announced, which was Amanda Gorman, uh, who did, she was the inaugural poet, uh, Timothy Chalamet, who won't stop getting in front of the TV, uh, Naomi Osaka, <laughs> uh, the 23-year-old tennis champion. Is she going to go? mental I health activist. She is going. And Billy Eyelash, the 19-year-old musical <laughs> phenom. And so um, they are going to all be uh, doing that. Um <laughs> And they are doing a magical, manipulative Wizard of Oz for this particular event. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see like what's gonna happen. I oh think God. it's gonna be some oh, great. You're fashion. gonna have like a first like 
first look. You better I talk to. So. You better right. at least get Don't a mind selfie. If I lie and this bitch. <laughs> right. You better get a selfie with Naomi. And I have to say, we honestly might have to pull a friend of our pod, Mark Malkin, and take a selfie without them looking and say, "I got a selfie." It's just saying he would appreciate it. You gotta do it. If you see Naomi, no one minds if I live tweet this bitch. Exactly. <laughs> I would love that. That would be so much fun. Yeah. No, I'm excited. Um, yeah. I, I. I literally zero idea what I'm gonna be doing. That's that's. Exciting, yeah. Like, uh, like, as soon as he was like, It's for the Met Gala, I was like, Uh, yeah, uh, let me see if I can yes. figure this out. And so, I was like, texting Ash, the Met other coordinator, and I was just like, Hey, so what's the tea on this? She's like, No, I think you're gonna be leaving Sunday. And I was like, Oh no, <laughs> but then that fell through, and then luckily Clinton still had availability, so I was like, Oh, thank look god, god. I don't do it, and, and not just look at god, it. Adam. I have to say, almost like this is. Like Ashley was speaking today about how people become your guardian angel and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is like Sarah doing. Like you literally <laughs> love. She got her th- hands there's two, all in this. There's like two things. <laughs> U.S. Open. Adam has wanted to go to the U.S. Open since he moved here, and he's mm-hmm. always been fascinated with the Met Gala. And you're at both, and within Listen, a week, uh-huh. it's like it's all right. So thing. now, what it's else real. is on your bucket list? This. You better say it. You better be specific. Too. You got to be uh-huh. very specific because you're doing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. Like, yeah, I, I mean, haven't. I don't really know what else is on like like my bucket. Traveling more and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, you've like, been doing that. Absolutely. You have. You have. Mm-hmm. I've traveled more this year than I think I have in like you sure re- have. since I've moved here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the past 10 years. <laughs> Honestly. And now we're getting, you got your passport and everything? Like, mm-hmm. Well, now? she's still... In process. She's still on the way. That's, that's okay. You did the hard part. You did the part that most people like won't they, do. They just don't do. Just pay for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So no, I submitted my birth certificate again. This time, like the long form version. And now I'm just like <laughs> just waiting. This does yeah. lead mm-hmm. me to believe, like when you were teased that you were dropped off by the stork, like for real. Because they, <laughs> like, why is all your stuff coming back? They like, can't find you. Ain't real. Stuff, huh? He ain't real. It, it ain't real. Jesus. But you know what is real? What R. Kelly did. I hate to switch the subject, oh, uh, but I, I take I take a quick like turn because it I'm just like, never ends. It's like an yeah. onion. It's just like we and keep finding. Shit they, out. Articles keep coming out with each like victim and each like person like coming out with their story, and I'm like, it. It's just get. I read an article and it was like this reporter, this young girl. She was like, "Oh, this is gonna be my first interview with the celebrity." And she like went to his house and immediately she got like the heebie-jeebies because they like put her in a room and they were having her sign this NDA. Oh no! Why did they? Say and that? then like they took her cell phone and they like took her purse what? and like yeah. And then they like closed the door and then she was like. Um, and she was just like in there and she was like banging on the door and then she was like, she didn't eat for like two days. And then finally they like brought her like some Chinese food and like a Sprite. And then she, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then eventually they came and got her and she was like drugged. Oh and then she like woke up and sorry, this is going to get graphic. She said she woke up and there was like clearly her panties were oh, off and like, oh my God. That's like disgusting. R. Kelly was in the corner, like, un- like doing his pants. And oh, she was like, no. my body felt wrong. Oh. So she was like, she doesn't remember because she was like drugged, but she was just like, I don't. Something happened. Yeah, I know something happened. And uh, then she said, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be right back. But then he never came back. And like her, the coworker came in there and was like, all right, well, he's not coming back, but here's another NDA to sign. And and then the last word they said, they were like, don't fuck with Mr. Kelly. And like, you know, don't tell anybody what happened. Hold up. This is crazy. Yeah. This was something that happened recently? No, this this happened years ago. A victim came forward. Okay. Yeah, I was reading this article. I was like, what in the world? So I have a question. I want to pose the question. So do you think, oh, obviously, you know, Mr. Kelly is a horrible person. Mm -hmm. It will rot in hell. What do you think that the people who work for him or who he has surround him, like who, who the the lady who walked in with the NDA, right? Like, what she, do you think that they feel? Like, I mean, clearly he they can't, are. He can't be paying them because he ain't doing no concerts. He ain't nothing instant. Like, he ain't getting no money. I don't, it's not what now, like, but they're, like, they're just as guilty. You're right, you're right, you're like, right. They're just as guilty of. They are, oh, absolutely. They're definitely guilty. They are absolutely, they, they are. are an accessory. They are accessory to a like, crime. Like they helped sure. him pull out his like disgusting plan mm-hmm. of like kidnapping and raping women and sex trafficking and mm-hmm. whatever else he was doing, oh, my keeping them in a dungeon. And I'm just like, what? He's like a really certified He's sicko. Sick. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, all right. I think that there's a couple of things to unpack here. I what I what I spoke about <laughs> not too long ago. What really triggered me. Um, he had done all of this to all of these women, mm-hmm. and you still had a lot of people, you know, and and not just the black community, but in the hip hop and in the music industry, still defending him. It wasn't until recently where he was accused of doing something to a little boy yeah. that then the black community, as well as the music community, started to pull back from him. So that to me showed mm-hmm. much signs of homophobia and how the black community as well as the music industry don't protect women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bigger there's a there's a bigger argument around that it's just like okay, so yes, he's bad, but also let's talk about all the people like his workers like Adam said and everyone else who enabled him because mm-hmm. I remember my first memories of R. Kelly and I never met him obviously, but my first memories of R. Kelly is hearing about R. Kelly yeah. doing this to women. Uh-huh. We all have that memory. Like when this came out, this wasn't a shock. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we heard those yeah. rumors, like same thing about Lil Bow Wow and stuff. Yeah. Like we heard things when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like everyone who is enabled and everyone who continues to enable and those rappers who were like, we're not canceling him. We're not, you know, I had a friend, um, Alex, she messaged me. Uh, not too long ago, and she was like, isn't Chris Brown supposed to be canceled? Mm. Why didn't we cancel him? He did beat Rihanna. It's on record. He said it. She said it. Mm -hmm. So why didn't we cancel him? And I was like, well, I mean, that's a good question. I think that, you know, we have a situation with men in this country um, and in this world who we don't necessarily want to cancel. I think that because black people have had a very difficult time being on top and getting to certain levels, we're almost scared to cancel mm-hmm. them. And I think we're scared to face like Bill Cosby. We were scared to face that. We didn't want to hear it. We didn't want to hear things said about yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. We don't want to hear the things that Whitney and Bobby Brown did. You don't want to hear it, but those people are human. And I think that mm-hmm. to your point, Adam, like they they are very much the people that R. Kelly employed. They're definitely much a part of it, Absolutely. just as much as the people Britney employed. You mm-hmm. know, like it's mm-hmm. it, it, they, they all have to take. But then again, it's like, what will their punishment be? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, our justice system is fucked. So will mm-hmm. they go to jail? Probably no. not. Will they lose their job? I mean, they did because he ain't paying them. Mm-hmm. So then like what? What's going to happen to them? Yeah. It's crazy you say that about like the justice system because remember last night I was watching um, Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah, uh, yeah, that movie is crazy. is crazy, and yeah. it's all about how like the law is like not just and and how people on small technicalities. I mean, that's how Bill Cosby got off. Mm-hmm. Small technicalities mm-hmm. can have like criminals released from yeah. prison can just and get so, away with things. I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. It's heavy, but you know. I mean, there's a lot embroiled in, in into it, too. Um, you know, Ashley and I have been watching Batwoman um, mm-hmm. season two with Javicia Leslie, um, an African-American woman who's playing the role of the Batwoman now. Um, and there's recently an episode about a sh- uh, sh- the cop, the... I don't want to say they're the cops, and actually more experienced in this. They're like the crows, the people who bring people to justice in the city. So they shot an honor-on black man, and they know they did it, and they did it on purpose, and it was kind of like a, you know, it was a very much a social, you know, awareness episode. And it just really triggered, you know, it doesn't... It, I'm not sure how I feel about seeing depictions of black men being mm. shot in fictional television mm. because it's not fictional, it's real. It's real. And I know that everything you see in movies and TV could be real, but that specific thing yeah. is very much real. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily know kind of how I felt about people putting COVID in their TV shows. Do we need what's happening in real life on television when it's already happening in the real world? Corey, what do you think? I mean, in a way, maybe uh, just because it... I feel like it helps desensitize us in a way, but in a, I mean, we're already going through it. So I feel like in terms of as a black man seeing another black man be shot on TV, it uh, it's hard. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it's hard because I already walk out of my house every day and there's a target on my back. Yeah. So... You know, having to see it on TV is, it's a lot. And it's double targets, yeah. right? Because you're, we're black, but we're, we're also gay. gay. Uh-huh. And and for those out there who, people who know me and Corey, like, we both have a very effeminate nature about mm-hmm. us. And so 
it's not even something that we can hide. Mm-hmm. or that, Not that we want to, yeah. but it's not even something that we can use that as a shield. It's mm-hmm. like, if we're not going to get it from the front, we're going to get it from get the it back. From the and back. honestly, most people would love to get it from the front and the back. <laughs> I know I would. But, but in this Just particular case, yeah. it's like you, you're getting all of this hate. And it's so it's so much. And Adam, I can imagine, you know, with you being Hispanic, like you, you probably feel the same way. A as person well. of color. Yeah, just yeah, POC, mm-hmm. just a brown body. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, it happens a lot. Like at um, I don't know, um, I don't like airports. Yeah, you know, because I get mistaken for Indian a lot mm-hmm. all the time, <laughs> and so it's like, and so okay, so like earlier I was like, oh, Sharab, you know, if we don't make it down to Braden's, here are the keys. Yeah. Let yourself in or whatever. He's like, well, what if they stop me? Or right. like, what if they say? I was like, oh, then just say you're going to one H or whatever. And I was like, but honestly, they'll probably just about. see you and think it's me yeah. because they just see two brown bodies. <laughs> oh no! And that's as, you know as simple as that. But you know, but the fact that we is. have to think like that, like we that that's always in the front of our minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Garcelle uh, Bouveau on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recently, she talked about it and she said, has anyone at this table? She was talking to a table of white women um, and uh, Crystal Kong Minkoff, uh, who's in Asian American woman and she was talking to him at the table and she said has anyone here had to talk to their children about what to do when you have an interaction with the police wow. and every single woman at that table were like no nah, we ain't never had to think about that and um, Kathy Hilton was like you know Michael Jackson was her they, they were best friends uh, Kathy Hilton and Michael Jackson and Kathy was like um, she said My, she said Michael always told me he's like I don't see color blah 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 she said so I never saw color with him it was never a thing and it's like mm-hmm. just because you don't see color don't mean doesn't that the color mean, doesn't exist right. so you would have to see me in order to know what I'm going through because mm-hmm. if I come to you and you don't see color and I'm telling you this is what's happening to me as a black gay man and you tell me like, oh, I'm so sorry, and then that's it. Well, that's not a I'm so sorry conversation. Yeah. It's a hey, what can I do to help? We need voices. We need people uh-huh. out there, and it's just not getting any better. And the hate is building. You know, especially it, now, it, everybody's just sitting in the house, yeah, stewing, stewing, yeah. and thinking about how they can hate, like, <laughs> like, like being creative about it. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, enough about hate. Yeah. Enough about yeah. hate. So let's move talk on. about love. Um, yeah, let's talk about things that make us happy, what we're looking forward to in the next coming months, because I know 2022 is literally around the corner. Yes, it is. So, like, That's crazy. Isn't it, though? So, like, what are a couple things that you want to do within, like, the new year or, like, you know, in the next coming months that'll make you happy? I know it's kind of like a loaded question, but I mean, for me, I guess it would be like, I want, and I've been traveling, like I said earlier, I've been traveling a lot lately, but you know, more traveling, more leisure traveling, you know what I mean? So that way I can be, I want to be comfortable enough where I'm like, oh yeah, let's go to Vermont for Mm -hmm. the weekend or whatever, Mm -hmm. or let's go to whatever Colorado is another trip that I would love to take Mm -hmm. we've been saying we're gonna do Colorado for a minute yeah Colorado I really want to do Colorado I do too like we should do a trip to Colorado (laughs) there's like a resort there where it's like all marijuana they like make you marijuana I would love that they give you marijuana let's do a stoner trip let's do it we're gonna do a stoner trip so we're gonna put that in the calendar guys we're going to Colorado just put that in the atmosphere right (laughs) put a pin in that yes I love that um I don't know. What else you got? Um, <laughs> I would like to play tennis more. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So you're just... trying to go to the U.S. Open and be a competitor. <laughs> that sounds fun. Can you imagine? Right. <laughs> I can. I can. That see. would be wild. I could see. I could see Adam out there competing. I could too. You know, getting some life. And um, <laughs> what else you want to do, Adam? Hmm. I want to strengthen and build the relationship that I am in now okay. with my little boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> Things are good now, but you know, they could always be better and, mm. you know, have better communication in terms of just like all my relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, better communication with my family because, you know, every time I go home, it's like, great, we're always there together, X, Y, Z. But then um, when I leave and I come back here, it kind of like drifts off, it, you know, so, like like yeah. yesterday we didn't talk like the group chat was like silent. Yeah. So David mm-hmm. today was like, wow, everybody was like real quiet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, we're all just busy doing stuff still. Like you know, life. we have to just live our life yeah. and keep going. We're not always gonna you know just want to sit around and you know mourn our mm-hmm. sister, which I mean you want to do. That's you know and your that's prerogative. Normal, yeah. However, you know, 
you got to learn how to live right after that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely want to see family more this coming year too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one thing I really want to do. This is it's this is kind of the longest I've I've gone without seeing my family as as regularly as I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something next year I'm gonna try and work on, mm-hmm. um, as well as like some own like personal projects that I really have been dreaming about. I'm, I'm gonna really try and hit the ground running and yeah. make them happen next year. That's that's and travel. So <clears throat> those are my three things. Hello. <laughs> All right. Mm, I definitely. I mean, I'm going home in November. I'm gonna be gone until January. So. Uh. <laughs> Is this your first time hearing this? No, it just sounds strange <laughs> when you hear it out loud. Like, oh, she's damn, she's, she's gonna be gone. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be gone, and so I'm gonna be hanging with my my family, and it'll be Shout nice to be to home again. Job. So, you know, with working from home and the and the pandemic, but like in state now, like I'm able to do that, mm-hmm. which is great. So yeah, I'm gonna do that, and. Um, until they're like, Ashley, we need you in the field. Right. We need you to make a run. <laughs> I'm in Texas. And um, then, um, yeah, I mean, I want to I wanna perform more. Yeah. All like, right. Yes. Like, I really do. Like, it's been a while since I have, like, sang mm-hmm. on a stage and, like, you know, or regularly, not just, like, a gig. Like, I really want to perform reg- more regularly. And so that I definitely want to make happen. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really want to start working on like cricket projects. I got yes. this cricket, yes. cricket from Kirsten Storm. Shout out to her. And I haven't like done any projects yet. Where so are my I, koozies? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make koozies. I want to make a shirt that says "Get it to it." Yeah. <laughs> so I want, you to make, I want you to make shirts to say "Thanks, Grace." Too. I need you to do that. Oh yeah, yeah I can do that. I can do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna do that. Um, yeah, I think for me, I want to stop waiting on other people to do something. So mm-hmm. I have a problem with always waiting on others to do something and, and letting others drive the course of my life. Now, I think it is important to always have people there to like go along with you. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that like, like I, I want to write a horror film. I want to do a horror film. I want to do it do again. It. Um, I haven't done that in a while. And, and now that I feel like I am came into my true queer self, I'm like, a queer horror film? Like, let's get into yes. it. Yeah. With people so, of color. With people like, let's get it. <laughs> like, people of color, different, like, we're about to turn it up. So I really want to do that. Um, you know, I do want to travel more. Mm-hmm. I would like to go overseas. Um, you know, I feel like I didn't really get to enjoy Canada as much as I did the first time. I had a great time. Never but I'm just like, now that the border's open, flights to Canada are like, hundred bucks and I'm just like all right well why don't I just go to Canada like there are things that I can do like you know I feel like I haven't seen all of uh the eastern seaboard like I'm like let's go to Maine like, absolutely let's, let's do things like that yeah. um yeah, and just really, like, same thing with family. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I do see my family. At, what I was doing originally, I'd see them, like, twice a year. Okay. I would love to see them more, um, put aside money to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and also encourage my family to live a bit more. Because I think that what I find is when, when people get when, when, <laughs> well, when people get older and things like that, and I know it's hard like for my grandma to fly because of her heart condition, and they, the doctor told her she can't fly, which she hates. My grandma loves oh, to fly, and she cannot fly. Oh. She's like, so how else can I get there? I say, a bus. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, no, nah, I told her to take I a train. Doing that. <laughs> no, um, a train actually would be good. Cause if, actually yeah, I've taken the train from like the south here yeah. and it's it's not Yeah, it's bad. not bad and like get people to come with her. But like, yeah, I want to encourage them to, to live more because I think sometimes when people get older, I do know some older people that just kind of stop and they're they just like, stuck. all right, I'm mm-hmm. just going to be stuck in this and I want to encourage them to do that more. And just, you know, as I said in the beginning of the pandemic, um, well, actually in the middle toward the end, I was just like, listen, when people ask me something from here on out, even if I ain't got no money, I'm going to say yes. Because mm-hmm. for me, it's about fellowshipping and being around people. And I would hate to say no to someone. Mm-hmm. And then the next yeah, day, yes, they're man, gone. Like Jim and I'm just going to always show up. <laughs> it's, it's time to show up and show out yeah. and continue letting people know how you feel about them in the moment. Um, forgive a lot more. Save forgive a lot room. more. Yeah. Because holding on to grudges, holding on to feelings, it's not mm-hmm. important. Being upfront about it is gives just... Gives you wrinkles. A, it gives you wrinkles, and I don't have time <laughs> to wrinkle. So, yeah, that's 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 kind of my thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So listen, everyone out there, why don't you give us a phone call or an email and let us know what makes you happy and what's on your bucket list. We would love to hear from you guys at 844-25-PRIDE. 844-25-PRIDE. They never are on the jingle with me. We just got to record the jingle and have Adam play it because we're never on time. Um, and then you can all... Like, that one was good, though. That sounded nice. Okay. That, that, you know, you know, we, got, we got it on wax. We got it. Yeah, <laughs> so one. either you can give us a call or you... Oh, what was that? No, I was going to say like Pitch Perfect when they try to do the... Yeah, I was going to say, or slide into our DMs on Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. at Pride the Series, um, or you can email us at prideTheSeries at gmail.com. If you email us, you know, write us a letter, you know, ask us questions. Us we would love to answer on. them on, mm-hmm. on air, you know, give us, give, uh, give you our advice on love, sex, Life. Drugs. I have no advice on internet. I don't know. Did you say drugs? You never. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there could be. Some and little... and it will only be advice. We will not be selling them. However, what we are selling is merch, and you can go to get our merch on dnrstudios.com/pride, uh, and you can see all of our stuff that we have. Cups, we have cool stuff on Everything's there. Good. Bags, stickers, magnets, t-shirts, t-shirts, tanks. everything. Get your sign. And you yeah. can get it 365 because <laughs> pride never ends around here. So celebrate your pride 365. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Pride the Podcast. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at boxwinepoppy with a zero. My Twitter is not safe for work. You can also Venmo me at Adam A. Rios because I'm broke. <laughs> All right. I am Corey Seymour. You can find me on Instagram at Corey Seymour. That's C O R E Y S E E M O R E. And you can find me on Twitter at Corey Seymour. That's C O R E Y C M O O R E. And you can send me money Ooh. on Venmo at Corey Seymour. Same as the Twitter. Be blessed. <laughs> I love that it's Seymour, like C E. It's great. What can I do? What can I say? Cool. What, what was that song we were singing? We're like, Corey's can see more. Yeah, yeah. Like so, and then, and then oh, my yeah. other one was, Corey, can anyone get close? I can't. He loves it. He loves it. <laughs> Anyways, I am Ashley Mitchell. You can find me on all social media at Ashley Aaron M. And you can Venmo me at Ash Aaron M. Because why not? And yeah, that's me. Hey. <laughs> well, I am the Caramel D of six, which you can find me on AIM. No, um, no AIM is gone. So I wish that. Gr- hey, first of all, AIM got me a lot of dick Listen. back in the day. Get into it, okay. y'all. Um, so my name is Darrell Anthony. You can find me on Instagram at I am Darrell Anthony. Twitter, Darrell Anthony. And my Twitter is safe for work, unlike Adam's. Um, and Probably then, not, because you'd be liking some of the stuff, too. Hey. And commenting. Ooh. I comment because you be and saying And then it's so, going to come up on your And I'd be, at, I be at Adam. I say, Adam. Because he always puts that gif of his panties are dropping. <laughs> <laughs> like, I said, Adam. I let everybody know. Um, and then also Facebook, Darrell Anthony. Um, yeah, keep liking me and seeing all the shit I'm doing, which That's y'all right. would know because it ain't much. But. <laughs> <laughs> and Venmo me, for sure. Right. For Darrell sure. Anthony, 100%. Please, I need please the money. Me, please. Mm-hmm. All right, so guys. So be blessed. Stay safe. Love one another. Yes, Hug yes. your loved ones close. Yes. Love, and love, we will love. talk to y'all next we'll week. We'll be Bye. talking to you next week. Always. On the way. Bye, guys. Bye, babies. <laughs>